Hi, you're watching or listening to a trailer for the Hair Dudes Conversation, Series 3, Episode 1. And in this episode, we take a look at the World Cup. Is it a World Cup or a screw-up? And we let Sean and Keith enjoy England's moment of success against Iran. We delve a little bit into psychology with my book review, Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before? If you enjoy this trailer, check out the full episode on all our podcast channels, The Hair Dudes Conversations. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen out there on the new dawn of a new World Cup. Let's kick off with... Is it? We all have our reasons for watching it and we all have our reasons for not watching it. Um, today was a good reason if you're an English fan to watch it. Keith, you didn't. You have your reasons. No, no, I've decided not to. You've decided and Sean, you've decided to watch it. I said I wasn't watching it. Probably happy that Qatar were beaten and, and actually probably happy that Iran were beaten because uh, of those countries' policies on EDI. Let me kick off with the armband. Right or wrong, Sean? I, I, personally, I think the armband's wrong. I, I think it's wrong to threaten players with a yellow, a yellow card if they wear it. I, I think that's... Listen, I, I, I totally respect that FIFA are in a really difficult position. But moving on from the heavier side and the lighter side of it was England playing today. Unbelievable. Is that England being really, really good or is it ran being really shit? Just, this is typical England. We'll, we'll play well against a team that isn't that great. I do think it's probably like the best chance we've had in the World Cup for a long time. Iran weren't particularly good, but they scored three goals in each half. We didn't look particularly comfortable at the back which is worrying for going forward. Um, but, you know, they've done the job. They're a Ronaldo oh, in the And the beautiful commentator that isn't Pierce Morgan. <laughs> I can't stand the man because I think he just, everything that's bad about journalism is Pierce Morgan. You oh, know, yeah. I completely agree with you. He's an absolute bellend. And he's an Arsenal <laughs> fan. How did you think it went, Sean? I'm a bit mixed. I, I, I think... It's a difficult one. I watched it. Uh, look, I don't agree with him going public, and I certainly don't agree with him going public with Piers Morgan. But you know, the boy, the boy seems really troubled. And and again, and I, I sort of semi agree with him. I think like, you know, I think the boy's just snapped. I think he obviously, you know, he obviously wants a way out, and maybe this will push it forward. The other thing as well, I I, I found it quite fascinating. I mean, I found it really interesting what he was saying about young players. If you're a great leader, you don't treat everybody the same. Then you're mad because and you're not a good leader. But doing it whilst you're still at work, for me, it's just it's so unprofessional. It's like, just wait until you're, you're away from there. Slag them off as much as you want once you've left. Well, I think I said it on this podcast once before. I definitely did when me and Greg did the, one of the, the business one that we did. You know, I, every time I strategically move salons, I would look and think in that salon, who is the best? And that's who I want to be or better in X amount of time. It's like you look at that young lad, Ganacho. You'd imagine he would be looking at Ronaldo. But Do you think it's a generational thing, though? Read I mean, into what Fernandez said and read into what the manager's saying is that I think that young lad felt he was Ronaldo already. When he says, I love the fans, I'm going, but, but you don't really know the fans. You know them because they're singing... Viva Ronaldo, but you don't really know them as people and you're so out of touch. It's it's like when you see the royal family were so out of touch with the common person and then it took Diana Dyne probably to make it a bit, geez, we have to get in touch with the people. It's like those Boris making a statement from the swimming pool 
we have to start listening to the constituents, you know. But that the fucking purpose of your job is to listen to them in the first place. I I, I did put an outside bet on 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 them winning and also Ronaldo being being top scorer purely because of the football gods. I wouldn't be surprised. Now this is a big call, right? I wouldn't be surprised if you see him at Arsenal. That's my, I'm calling that now, Ooh. right? There ain't another Premiership site. He won't go to City. But no amount that she said a lot of self help books she disagrees with is that keep telling people, well, if you just think positive, breathe. And she said, no, there is a place for that. But accepting that shit happens is the thing in life that we have to get over. And the fact that you can walk through it. Would you agree? Have you anything to enlighten me on that? Yeah, I think you're bang <laughs> on there. I mean, it's, it's uh, I've, been, I've been meditating for oh, donkey's years now. A bit of yoga as and when, but uh, meditation has been a big part of my life for a long time. And what about you, Sean? I've always gone against the grain a little bit. I, when I was 19, my dad took his own life and, and I was really angry about that. And I've always carried an anger of that to getting a shot of oxytocin. And it's an experiment and it might not work. And I make tell you, uh, you know, down the line. It could be something as simple as you're scared of asking questions. You ask a question, ding, the bell goes, brilliant, great, that feels good. Right, you want that feeling again. So, yeah, that, you, that's, that's going to work. I can guarantee it's going to work. There's, there's scientific stuff behind that. It gets people's uh, thought processes changing and gets them from not wanting to take a risk to going into the, uh, the area of wanting to take a risk and getting that high of having a go. For a pint of Budweiser inside the stadium was $14. That's exactly right. Now you heard that right. <coughs> I mean, I was pissing my own mouth. You know what I mean? And maybe we are chugging down there to six dudes. And a few In Mexico, yeah. And uh, we do a bit of meditate with Keith. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> bit of yoga with you. Bit of yoga with me. <laughs> And I'll do a few surveys with me. We'll, we'll ask Mark to find out Def Leppard can play down there. And uh, we'll have to find, we'll have to get a really light linen suit for Paul. Because he could be wearing a peaky Yeah, we're wearing a free piece, we're wearing a hat. And I'm sure if Duncan asks Ireland, can he go now? There's a possibility he might get, might be allowed to go. So <laughs> on that note, I'm going to say. Good evening. Uh, uh, let's see how this World Cup rolls out because no matter as much as we all complained about it coming up to it, we're all football fans. We're going to watch it in any way. So have a good evening, guys. Until we meet Come again. On in, Thank you for watching or listening to our trailer of Series 3, Episode 1 of the Hair Dudes Conversation Podcast. What dudes do during a World Cup. Because you've got this far, we must be doing something right. So please don't forget to like, comment, give us a five-star review and share, share, We're share all your friends, family and other hair dudes out there. Until the next time, take care.